up, everybody? I'm like low-key whispering because this is a little later than I normally record because the kids are in the bed. So we like real life and over here. But anyway, happy new year. It is 2023. And that means season two of On the Other Side of Momming because there's more to this mom life is back. And oh my gosh, first of all, before we even get into the show, let me just thank you all for listening and for sharing it and for just telling people to listen. I am just excited about just the women I've been able to reach and connect with through this podcast. And just to know that there are so many of us who have like the same story and been going through the same things as moms. And we just need this space. We're like we need this space to like really come here and be authentic and be real and be like, girl, let me tell you, because this is really therapy for us, for moms, because see, the babies, they gonna be all right. They got books on parenthood, books on, you know, all that good stuff. But this is, this is for us. This is for the mamas, those who, you know, aspire to be a mom, mom-like figures. And that's who this show is for. Like, okay, so I am your host, just in case you are new here. I am T. Moore, author extraordinaire, <laughs> um, attorney by day, owner of the Monspirational brand Mom Ting. And like I said, I write books and I'm an attorney. But today is such a special episode. I probably say that all the time. But no, this, this, no, feel me, feel me, for real, y'all. This one is real special. Like, I'm super excited. And if you're watching the YouTube and you see my guest over here, like, she's over there, she's in there, whatever, because, and you may notice, like, a little resemblance. Like, we kind of, like, kind of, like, look alike a little bit because we, you know, we share the same mama. You know what I'm saying? We don't share the same daddy, though, but that's another story for another day. But we share the same mama. Okay, that might have been TMI. But I am just happy to do the episode with my sister because, we can talk about aunties today and we talk about, you know, the fabulous life of aunties. So we go on the other side talking to the woman who don't have the babies, but she like be coming in, taking care of the babies with the mama. So we don't, this is like part one. So we talking to my baby sister, my, my actual sister, Mo, what I call her Mo or Mona. I'll keep my, my childhood nickname, you know, that I call it to myself today. Um, but my sister Monet is here to talk about her, like how she showed up in my life as my support system, as my person. Um, and so, as you know, like I like to do, I like to start to show off with a momspirational quote. So today's quote actually centers aunties and it's from an unknown person. So we don't know who this person is. I can't give them credit, but if you know them, let me know. We can give them credit because we get credit for credit to do. So it says only an aunt can give hugs like a mother keep secrets like a sister, and share love like a friend. And I think that my sister embodies all of those traits when it comes to these kids over here. But before we get into it, Mo, why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you're doing, you know, just that good stuff. All right. So as she said, I am Mo or Monet. Um, however you say it is fine. Um, I am 29. I don't have any kids. And currently, well, starting next Monday, I will be starting a new position as an academic advisor at I am getting my foot into higher education. Um, and really, I'm 
excited for what 2023 is getting ready to do. Um, I'm getting ready to take a lot of leaps this year. So I'm just really excited. Mm. Um, and I'm excited to be here. A little sleepy. Ugh. But I'm really scared. It's my first time ever on a podcast. This is dope. Yes. And also she's single. And so if you're watching this, listen, I need a brother-in-law. Um, our sister-in-law, whatever you like, I'm cool with it. But I think a brother-in-law is what I what you like, right? Okay, so I need a brother-in-law. And if they watching the YouTube, you know what I'm saying? You cute. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to get us get us a man. No? Mm. 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 Okay. Well, you know, God bless. <laughs> so, sister, so we have been on this journey for just like as sisters, like, you know, obviously for 29 years, right? Yes. Yeah, 29 years. Yeah, that's how long you've been on this earth, right? So, you know, when I think about, um, we became aunts, though, kind of young to an extent, like, um, like you're older than like, days about like what three years right so when you think about when we became aunties I think I was a teenager for sure I don't yeah you were three when she was born I was only 13 almost 13 when she was born and so it's like when I think about our aunts who like are much older than us I feel like I haven't really lived the auntie rich vibe life like I don't feel like I've achieved that role because it's like we're growing up with them together we're getting mm -hmm. whoopings with them together like we are in this thing <laughs> together and then um then i had kids and then it felt like it was a different vibe like it's just a different situation what do you think um it was definitely different because when you had sydney i was getting ready to turn 22. so i mm -hmm. actually got to experience being an adult and being an aunt mm -hmm. at the same time. Um, so yeah. It was, it was just different. The role felt different. Um, mm -hmm. I, what do you feel your role is like as an aunt? Like, what do you think like that I, entails? In an honest answer, I feel like I am mommy number two. <laughs> when, when you are not there, the next person I feel like they ask, Auntie Mo, Auntie Mo. Auntie Mo, can I do this? Auntie Mo, can I have this? Auntie Mo, can you help me? We're not going to talk about how Sydney played me. Um, well, played you, actually, because I told her not to get them donuts. And then, like, yeah. when I left that house, and next thing I know, she's like, yeah, so I ate the donut. And I was like, but wait a minute. I know. I told you. you can well, I asked Auntie Mo. Well, first of all. She caught me. She's not your mama. I, I was asleep, <laughs> so I didn't know she couldn't have it. Um, but I mean, honestly, it, it's amazing. Um, mm -hmm. your kids were the first set of kids as an aunt that I really felt really connected to. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I got two out of the three tattooed on my arm. Um, when, when you gonna get that boy? When the funds look right, you know, you had a <laughs> appointment and you made it. You didn't tell me you made it until after it was made, we could have got it together and you see how that went. So yeah, that was that was a my bad. That was a my bad. But we 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 talking about that today. We stay focused on mm -hmm. stay in the role, stay in the role. Yeah. Um. But I honestly, this not even that was my third tattoo I ever got, and I went mm -hmm. a week later. No, I went back two years later after Savannah was born, and I got Savannah, mm -hmm. and they're all the same tattoos. I got Sydney. I got Savannah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, it was really amazing because Savannah, when she was first born, I mean, she literally, she looked like me. And so yeah, it was, Lord, it was today. amazing. <laughs> I feel like she's mine. I feel like these kids are mine. And she acts like you too. So, so there's that. Mm. Oh boy. I don't mm. like that. Um, but I, I mean, it's amazing to be an aunt. It's, it's really amazing. Um, do you want kids of your own? Like, do you, I, I mean, because you technically have like 11 no, nieces and nephews. Like, like tell, wait. No, I actually, well, you, that's right. Cause your, your other siblings have kids had, too. Yeah. Just had twins. So they are mm-hmm. a few weeks, maybe two weeks old, two or three weeks mm-hmm. old. Um, I do want kids of my own. I definitely want mm-hmm. kids of my own. Now, the number of kids has kind of adjusted just as life goes on mm-hmm. and as I get older. The number of kids I want has adjusted. Like, I used to want four kids. Um, and sometimes I still kind of go back to, oh, yeah, I would love to have four kids because, I mean, out of mom's kids, is four of us. Um, mm-hmm. But then I kind of... I get on the internet, I get on TikTok, I get on Twitter, and I'm looking at these people's stories. And and it's like, not even the childbirth is scary. It's the pregnancy. Like, the things that women go through to bring a child to this world, it's honestly, the word that I want to use would not be an appropriate word because it's not, that's not what it is. But just, just, fresh off the it's disgusting. Fresh off the Okay. Well, like, all right. Well, wait a minute. Sounds, Hold on. It, Warm me up before you call things disgusting. And I mean, but that's just the first word. <laughs> like, just the thought of pregnancy. But then it's also like, but that's just the most beautiful thing because I get to bring a child into this life. Like, my yeah. body brought a human into this world. I am adding to the population. I did that. Like, me. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I may have had help, but the actual caring of the child and the child growing mm-hmm. that that was me that was all me. you only had help in the sense that you you we, know we, somebody humped and pumped and dumped and you know up. what i'm saying and or you can go to the to the, to the bank yeah and see and you could you know do that. do that but here's the thing though you know it's funny you say that because sydney was um asking all these questions about where where kids come from, how our baby's born. So, you know, we had that conversation about, you know, as age appropriate as I could make it for her, but I wasn't going to sugarcoat and be like, oh, a stork. No, there's two people coming together, you know, to make a baby, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, I guess her brain was like, well, how'd they get here? Because that's the real question. How'd they get here? And I was like, oh, you know, they either come through your vagina or, you know, in the case like with mommy, I had two C-sections. You know, I had one with you and I had one with Savannah. And I guess the next day she must have like really pondered that because then she came at me and was like, I want to be a boy. And I was like, why? And she said, because I don't want to have kids. I don't want to have no surgery. And I was like. I don't blame her though. I feel you. I feel okay. you. Because you know why? Because, yes, it makes sense. But you realize you don't necessarily have to be a boy. You Like, you could stay a, a girl if you want to. Just not have kids. And just not have kids. Yeah. You could adopt like we did, you know, with your brother. Like, there's so many other options that are available. If you don't want to have, you just don't have to have them. Like, and I think that's the other thing, too. Like, women are, or society makes women feel like we have to have mm-hmm. children. 
And it's like, you really are no less than a woman if you don't have them. Like, and especially given that what I know now about parenting and just kind of the actual truth about parenting, I I, I understand why people choose to be child-free. I get it. Because it's hard. Even though I don't have kids, I'm... I'm still just as tired after a yeah. day with them after a few hours. I'm still just as tired because I'm mm-hmm. still very active, still very hands-on. And it's just mm-hmm. like, I need a break just like you need a mm-hmm. break. Cause it's- Let's talk about that, though. Let's talk about when, like, I had Sydney. And if you all have um, joined us in the first season, I shared a bit of my story as far as with my oldest daughter and how that was almost cost me my life with her um, because I had developed help syndrome. So check that out on season one um, with the last episode we talked about uh, with infertility loss. But my sister was very instrumental um, when that all happened. Because I think, like, did you, I can't remember exactly, did we have you come down to the house I came. We had you come down to the house early because she was doing August originally. I, I came down in May and I worked mm-hmm. all of May. I was a server all of May. I was a mm-hmm. server in June. I was I, I served the whole time I was there. I worked at the Cracker Barrel down the street. I was a server the whole time I was there. Um, but the mm-hmm. week that you went into labor, not even labor, the week that you had Sydney, we came back from the baby shower and mm-hmm. I had to work that day that we went to the hospital, but you, you were supposed to be at work. You couldn't get to work. Yeah. Um, you had this really bad headache. And, you know, at first it was, you know, well, maybe she just needs to rest. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I think it might just be because we're sisters and we're as mm-hmm. close as we are, but I'm very kind of in tune with you. And when mm-hmm. stuff just isn't right, I'm the same way with my yeah. when stuff just isn't right. Mm-hmm. It's not maybe you need to sleep it off. Uh, this doesn't seem like sleep. This seems like it's something mm-hmm. else. Her blood pressure yeah. is a little high. Maybe she needs to call a doctor. And it was, well, no, let's wait. No, let's not mm-hmm. wait. Let's let's mm-hmm. see if we can get her in. Because she needs to be seen. And it was the point. Your phone had went out a little bit. Oh, I was, it wasn't, let's, you know, let's, let, let's wait. No, she needs to be seen. We need to go ahead mm-hmm. and call Dr. Willis. Let's see what's going on. Yeah. We're getting there, and now I'm sitting in the lobby three hours trying to figure out what's going on, and you're being rushed to labor and delivery, and I'm just... But she's in the wait a minute, y'all. Not even that. She's in my doctor's waiting room for hours. They Like, no one ever came back and told her what happened, because my doctor's, like, a solo doctor in her practice, and so, like, she is the person, and so, like, but she personally took me to labor and delivery, which meant her office was shut down. And so Mo is just sitting there and because it's so emergent, like there was no time for somebody to run back up there and be like, Hey, hey girl, she's going over labor delivery. Like it was hours before like no. Yeah. And I, and I wouldn't have known I had to ask <laughs> yeah. what was going on. Cause I'm just sitting in the lobby. But just from the time that we sat in the hospital to, you know, first we were kind of just keeping quiet that you were in the hospital. And again, because yeah. I'm just like, if nobody else knows what's going on, mom needs to know what's going on. Didn't I tell y'all not to tell nobody? I said, yeah. I told you and Luda, I said, I was, y'all was so high on the drugs that they had given me at that hospital. I, don't, I was just 
talking outside my name. I think who called? Somebody I, calls by, and I think, and I said, I said, hey. And I was like, mom, I do remember this. I told her, I said, hey, girl, you ain't got to come. Somebody, I told her not to come. I told her and my dad, like, yeah, y'all, don't, and like, they're driving from Georgia. And I'm like, yeah, y'all don't have to come come over here. I'm fine. I'm fine. And I think they said, okay. I think they lied and said, okay. Because I'd already talked to mom, and she was like, yeah, she called and said, I was like, mom, ignore everything that she's talking about. You need to get up here because mm-hmm. it's already been said that she's going to deliver this baby. Like, yeah. she's going, before the week is over, she's going to have to deliver the baby. She's not in a good condition. The baby is fine, but she needs to deliver. So it was the point of Sydney being delivered and she stayed in the NICU. And even while she was in the NICU, I was still working. Yeah. Tanisha was at home and I'm before I go to work, I'm taking Tanisha up to the NICU. On my off yep. days, I'm taking Tanisha up to the NICU. And then Sydney came home and then it would be I get off work, I take a shower, yep. I eat, and I'm right into auntie mode. I'm sleeping on the mm-hmm. sofa. I got not even auntie mode. It was like real deal. You were second in command. Like you were like, I just was like, here's your baby. It's our baby. And that's, and that's what it was. I remember one time mm-hmm. we were asleep and I was on the sofa and I had just changed Sydney. I fed her and I tried mm-hmm. to give her back. And I was like, here's me to the baby. And she she just turned over. She, <laughs> and she went back to sleep. And I was just like, uh, didn't I tell you no? I said no or something. You said like no. That. And I was like, I said no, I don't want her. I said, uh, <laughs> Okay, well. Sure. Now, mind y'all, y'all, I was, no, I hadn't started fully breastfeeding her yet because she couldn't, it took her about two months to latch, so she she was still getting, like, bottle fed, and so I was like, yeah, I was, I was, ooh, I was real trifling, I was like, she said, but I, she told me about it later when I woke up, because I didn't remember me doing it, like, we were just that tired, like, tag teaming amongst each other, and I was just like, no, and now, mind you, my husband, he's back at work, because he, did he just get promoted to principal i think so he had just got promoted himself so he 12 month employee so he's not you know he's just coming home whenever he gets home so it was like between the three of us but really with mo like having you have that extra body in the house i think was what he and i both needed like we needed a third person to help us because well, Savannah, even when even when yep um she had Savannah, what, three days after I graduated from college? And yep, because I had missed graduation. I had missed graduation, but even still, I was working at a call center, and I was working 10-hour shifts, but I had three days off, mm-hmm. and I had Tuesday through Thursday off, and I had to be back to work on Friday at 10 o'clock in the morning. And, I mean, I would get off work Monday night. I go home, yep. I grab my bag, grab my dog, mm-hmm. and I'm in the car driving from mm-hmm. Georgia to Birmingham. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the assistance need, was needed. It was needed. Yeah. And granted, I wasn't there when Savannah was born. I was there three days later. I was there when yeah. I got out of the hospital. I didn't come to the hospital mm-hmm. this year because the day I got there, you were coming home. But I was, yep. I was yep. there as soon as she got home. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's. Do you feel like that's your role, though? Do you feel like your role is, like, because I won't lie, I know I lean heavily on, like, you. Like, I think I'm you're like the first person I kind of go to like when it comes to like my list of people that can actually watch and keep my kids is so small. Like, like, I don't know if y'all see that meme and it's like, this list is this teeny tiny. Like that's literally my list, like of people that I trust with my children. Um, But do you feel like, you know, one, that's your role. And do you ever feel like you're taken advantage of? 
Um, I feel like that's my role. Um, it's just tiring. Now, there are some times I do mm. feel like I'm taking advantage of, and you know, my birthday was one of them. Um, <laughs> and it was just about your birthday. You, Which birthday? This past birthday, you came over. What I do? You came over. What I do? It was on my birthday, and Sydney yes. And you, what are you talking about when I came and recorded my podcast? Go grab clothes and you did a podcast, you did everything, and you were gone all day. And I'm just like, <sighs> this is the day before it was, my birthday. And I, but it wasn't your actual birthday. I just, I, I, was, I was here babysitting. And you, and you, and you know what? The problem is, you took advantage of having the key to my apartment. I did. Because you had woken me up out of my sleep <laughs> and then you just left. This is not the episode that you get to tell on me. It is. This is it not it. Because I feel like you, you is get getting back. some stuff off your chest. This ain't therapy session it's, for you. You didn't come back until it was time to pick up Savannah. You were there yeah, I mean, all day. I never got to go back to sleep. I never got to do anything that I... You could have went back to sleep. I could not. You, you, did you have plans the day before your birthday? What? You did not. You didn't have no plans. It didn't matter if I had plans. It, but you're right. I did take advantage of that day, and I did. You I did I, I, for it, and do not lie and say you did on this podcast. First of all, this is not your show. I'm, this is on the other side of my man. To be honest, with Timo, but now I want you to lie because no, it's I, Negroes I, like you who just come on here and just say stuff. No, because tell no way. This is this. This is how. This is the treatment of aunts. This is the treatment of aunts. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> If you're an active auntie, this, you is going to be. And when I lived in Georgia, it wasn't like this because you couldn't get to me. I was in Georgia. <laughs> I was in Georgia. Like, I'm in Georgia now. Boy, You boy. couldn't get to me. Yeah, and I had to be, I have to be a full-time mama now. Yeah. But you know what? That's all right. You come back home. The role sometimes, sometimes I feel like my role is kind of exaggerated in a sense of what I do is exaggerated. But I think a lot of that is just because it's like, I want y'all to stop asking for stuff. I want y'all to just mm-hmm. sit down for a second. I need right. just a moment to get herself to. I just woke up. It's first of all, you guys are really loud. It's like seven forty-five in the morning. I do not understand why you're up so early, but just give me a moment mm-hmm. before we mm-hmm. just we jump into it. Um, but I mean, when they get up, they hit the ground running, and it's just like they do. I gotta hit the ground with you. Yeah, because they don't wake up like slowly and gradually. No, they like, wake. They wake up on a thousand energy. Like, they want to talk. They want to play, and if they want to scream, and it's just like, gosh, like is this. I want that energy though, because but we was probably like that as kids. But I feel like we wasn't. This is I don't. I don't. And you know what? I don't feel like that. I don't feel like I woke up with this. Now, being a morning person has never been an issue for me. I don't have no issue waking mm-hmm. up in the morning. Oh, I do. I can I can get up. Even if I don't want to, I'm going to get up. It's early. I may got a little tooed in the morning, just fresh in the morning, but that's probably when I'm first waking up. But the, the act of having to get up early in the morning does not bother mm-hmm. me. I don't have it. Yeah. I'm just getting up. Um, but it's harder getting up, and I'm not getting up alone. I'm getting up mm-hmm. because there are three people needing me to get up. Or, you know, there's three people in the house. There's three little people in the house. And, you know, you're trying to get them ready. And it's, I can't get them ready right now. Mo, or like on Tuesdays, when mama goes to school and you got to take the kids to school, you know, you take the girls to school and 
somebody didn't have a meltdown in the morning and now you can't. It never fails. There's always the one that has a meltdown and every it, morning. And I'm just like, yo. And I mean, what, what it turns it? into is now you didn't bust it up in the room. I need you to get James ready. Good morning. <laughs> like, good morning, sunshine. Yeah, it don't be no good morning. I'd be like, I need help. Can yeah. you please get up? Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do when we move. Because I'm not, see, that's one part I'm looking forward to. I feel like I'm just going to have to stay the night during the week. Hello? Why are you looking like that? Mm-mm. 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 You don't have to go home. I just feel like you was being real. Mm-mm. I'm, well, that's real strange. I'm good on it. I don't like your attitude about like that, but we're going to talk about that offline because I feel like we need to discuss that a little bit more. I'm going to need help. Mm. You could just you want to just come to the house? Hell no. Oh. No. I don't. I don't. Oh. I don't want to do that. I don't want to. We need to talk some more. I just feel like this is real disrespectful. I don't. Ain't that your role? Ain't, it, ain't you just said that your role has the auntie? I feel like we need to discuss your your job duties again as auntie, like auntie extraordinary. Especially you tell me auntie extraordinaire. I never said we need to discuss these. Auntie extraordinaire. That's that was. The- oh, so you just? I never even put extraordinaire on the title. I never. Well, what is you? I, you just regular auntie. I was just an aunt. I I really just thought I was auntie Mo. No, you auntie Mo uh, extraordinaire. Mm 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 You you need to be extra extraordinary when extra titles are added because then people mm-hmm. want you to live up to that title. Absolutely. Because you can. Why the title of Auntie Mo works. You can be why you anything. You can do hard things. Extraordinary. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one better. I do. Because mm. Auntie I Extraordinary, know. it just, it comes with so much. It comes mm. with so much. Does it though? It does. But I love them. I love them to pieces. I love them babies so much. Those are my babies. Those are definitely my they babies. Are. I have my moments with Savannah, like, you know. But That's because she's you. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's not even that she pushes me. It's just sometimes she really just bring out that petty in me and I just be like, Savannah, we can go yeah. here. And then it's also petty people. But you're an adult. But I don't care. You need to care. We need to work on that as well. So again, we need to go over your, your job duties as Aunt Mo or Auntie Mo, whoever you want to be. I feel like we need to sit down with them and go over their job duties as well. Because what's happening is there is mismanagement in job duties. And <laughs> happening is what's being required of me is not meeting the pay. It's not meeting the threshold. Pay. It's not you 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 probably right though. You probably right. Mm-hmm. If anyone if anyone's gonna get a raise around here, it's gonna have to be me. We're gonna start with the mama. We're gonna start with me. Well, we're gonna start here. because well, yeah, because they keep tossing them germs around, so we're gonna start with me. And that's another thing. Like every I was since I moved there, moved to Birmingham, I find myself mm-hmm. sick <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Very frustrating because I'm getting stuff that I ain't caught. Like. I caught bronchitis last year. Well, in 2021, December, I caught bronchitis. I had been there four months, hadn't gotten sick, and then randomly, I caught bronchitis. And they caught COVID, and I'm just like... And when that that strep hit me this year, 
last month, not this year, right? We in 23 now. So last month in December, 22, I said, I ain't never had strep. That was terrible. That was, I didn't get strep. Now I did get a little sick, uh, mm. but I didn't get strep. Thank God. Because it was the whole month of December. It's like somebody, everybody in this house, probably with the baby, except for James, he didn't surprisingly, that's because he had been sick all beforehand. So he was like, yeah, that's what the daycare was closed majority of the time. That's probably what it was. He was at home. And and it was just us being tortured with, with the germs and the cough. Mm-hmm. And the, it's just, it's honestly, it really makes me question sometimes if I want kids. Mm. Whenever they'll be birth control. To go back to that question of, do I really want children? Right. And I always come back to that yes. But then mm-hmm. I always hit myself with the, but if, if things should change, I will remain open. To whatever your will is. Mm-hmm. But I want mm-hmm. so I do. I mm-hmm. like, yeah. I love kids. I don't like kids. That's a difference. Makes yeah. sense. Kids love me. And it's really. Surprising. They do. I was, I tell my friends all the time, I'm like, you know, kids love me. And I'd be so surprised sometimes on why they love me because. I, of all ages. Love I really just, just be chilling. Like, I want you to go sit down over there and I'm going to sit down over here mm-hmm. and I'm going to just, I'm going to do my thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to do your yeah. thing and we just going to thug it out. But I've always been around kids. I mean, yeah, it was never, you got a lot of friends with kids. And because of that, I was always with kids. Yeah, because I feel like I'm the, of my friends, I was the the late bloomer when it came to having kids. So yeah, a lot of my friends had kids in their, like their late teens, early like 20s and stuff. And so I didn't have kids until I was in my 30s, um, early 30s having kids. So when you think about um, your legacy of what you are as an aunt, what is your top three things, and this is probably putting you on the spot, but what are three things that you would want your nieces and nephews to take from you as far as like life lessons? Um, hmm. My love. Mm-hmm. How they can just, they can love um, even mm-hmm. when it's hard, they can love. Um, mm-hmm. Because I look at how I love them. Mm-hmm. And I look at, I love them like to the point where I just, I genuinely just miss them when they're not around. Like, mm-hmm. I miss seeing their faces. Um, what else? My support. Mm-hmm. But not even how I support them, but how I support you. Um, and this is what do you mean what, by that? It's stuff how they would know, like my role mm-hmm. in my role in their growing up, mm-hmm. my role mm-hmm. in being a baby, and then you know, still being in the womb. How much, like you know. No, a lot of people don't know, like on, you know, my friends know and your friends know, but people don't know how hands on I just truly am. Like, mm-hmm. and I always have been ever since 
yeah. got pregnant. It was I was looking at pictures of us yesterday of when you were pregnant mm-hmm. with Sydney, when we had just mm-hmm. moved into the house. Yeah. Um and then the third thing would be I don't know. Um in my head what I'm saying is the fact that I don't quit. Yeah. But I mean, life just, life is life sometimes. So there are some moments where I really do just want to quit. But Mm -hmm. I I just, I keep going. Yesterday in church, um, the pastor said, you know, 2022, everybody has just been saying life is life. It's just God correcting. Ooh, that's good. And so, I don't know. Specifically, if there was a season, I'd want them to remember it would have been the year 2022 for me Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. because I just, I went through so much that year, but I just kept going. I kept going. I had to, I couldn't stop. And, but also it's okay to quit depending on what it is. Like it's okay to quit. Like there's nothing wrong with it. Cause yeah, life is going to go on, but I think it's okay to quit. I think there's times when you have to quit, you have to stop. Yeah doing especially doing things that one are not in alignment with your purpose yeah. right but then also you know quitting things that you know don't bring you joy or things you want to be doing the first place are just things that but it just ain't it like yeah yeah and you did you you did go through a lot last year and you really handled it with so much grace um and even in the moments where you were down you allowed yourself to be down and to feel all those feelings about it. But then it was like, okay, now that that's done, I got to get back up. I got to try this thing again. I got to keep pushing forward Mm -hmm. because I may have to stop this particular thing, but I still got to do whatever else. I still got to keep. I got to do. Yeah. Yeah. So you would say those three things is your love that you have for them, how you support them, even by way of supporting me is showing them support and then not quitting even when life is life in. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Little sister, I know that you is tired because you was on East Coast time. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but Tell people how they can connect with you out here on this here, but not say the internet out here on the web, on the socials, because you are. I am on socials. Um, I'm on Instagram. My Instagram name is just Mona underscore. Yeah, just Mona underscore. Um, those are just for pictures. I'm not going to give y'all my picture, <laughs> really for family. Um, my Twitter now, I'm going to be honest with y'all. <laughs> with my Twitter. My Twitter is not my Instagram. So, that being said, what is said on my Twitter are just my thoughts. These are just... Her personal opinions. Put your disclaimer out there. These are just my thoughts and personal opinions. They don't align with any company. They are not affiliated with anything. This is just me. But I think my Twitter name is underscore just Mona underscore. Don't give me the line though because I don't really know what my Twitter name is. I'll put her socials. Yeah. Don't worry. In the in the in the notes from today's show. Don't worry. I got you, sister. But I got- so Insta, Twitter, 
and anywhere else where people can find you I and do, hang out with you. Y'all trying to hire me. I got a LinkedIn. It's Monet Coates. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and get you a job. Go ahead and get yeah. you a job. What, you, what kind of job are you looking for? Why are you out here? Because we're looking for a man and a job. So start with what you look for so, in a job. So yesterday, yesterday I met with this lady. She is a grade 13 in the government. She works for the USDA. She mm-hmm. in their PR department and Ooh, yesterday, nice. she let me know that I am overqualified for the positions that the government keeps trying to put me in. Um, so I am looking for grade 11 because I do qualify for grade 11 because I have the experience for grade 11 and I got a degree. Let's just, let's put that on the board. I do have a degree from a four-year accredited university, the university mm-hmm. of West Georgia to be exact. Um, I'm in the process of getting ready to study for my law degree. You're going to go get a JD. Um, but I'm also about to use my, my foot in the door at Liberty to go ahead and become an adjunct professor. Um, yeah, I speak that thing. I want to, I want to teach a class. I think it'd be really dope. Um, but I am looking for analyst position. I like business analysts. I like program management in a sense because I qualify for it. And to be honest with you, um, I'm not looking for no cost center job. Put that out there to you. Look for no cost center job. Um, I'm looking for a very hands on, hands on role. I'm ready for that. You want to use that critical. Yeah. Thinking piece. I want a mm-hmm. big girl job. I want to. I well, really what it is is I have been equipped with a lot of skills, um, mm-hmm. and in this year, it is time for me to multiply my skills, and it's time for me to flip what I have. Um, mm-hmm. Y'all can get that message from Doctor Darius Daniels. You know what we got about to sit here and preach all day, and then okay, so with the job then now what we want in a brother-in-law in case. There okay. is someone listening. Okay. So, oh, you didn't want me to answer it. You don't know what I'm. It's it's well. Why I don't know? Because you don't know. I could have I could have known what you want. So anyway, as I was saying, you want him tall. I would like him tall. I would. I, right. Tall person. I am five. Yeah. Some change. I'm not five eleven. I'm not six feet. Before the people out there be trying to be some haters and say I am. I'm not. Uh, I mean, she is a giant. Any, she's five four, so she. It, I can't. You can't go off nothing she says. Um, I do prefer somebody who is tall, um, but as I've gotten older and I've gone on a healing journey, I and I'm still in my healing journey. I know that I want somebody who is healed. I don't want to catch you in the beginning of your healing process. Cause why, Monet? Because we don't build. We build theirs, not, not make. Yes. But another thing, a reason I want my man to be healed is because I feel like if you are healed, when you get to me, you're whole. You're whole. Mm-hmm. And I just... Because we ain't got time for the shenanigans. In that process of I'm still building myself. And I don't mean building yourself as you're, you're, you know, you're building your career. No, I'm not trying to catch you in your whole face. I didn't get that already. Oh. I lived through my whole face. I'm out of here. I'm not. Mm. I'm not there anymore. Wait, so I want a different know. episode. Well, I mean, look, we, this is the auntie episode. Like this is, this <laughs> is, you know, the Jasmine Sullivan Hotels album. This is oh. that. This is for my age group of people. We are the new aunties. I am the new. Paul. Paul. Yes, ma'am. Because. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it felt, it felt shade. It felt like a shade tree crew. I am not. Well, I mean, I guess, you know you what makes it. me sad? Listen, 
I'm not talking about me being married. I know I'm married. I know I know my my relationship status today. Okay. Um, and I know I got them kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. What I was saying is that I'm I'm now having to check off the boxes when they do like the age group mm-hmm. stuff. And oh, you, you I'm in my last year of my thirties. No, it makes me. I cried yesterday. Because you got Because you know, I've been having them hot flashes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That made me sad. I turned 30. Like my body going through changes. I turned 30 this year and I'm really excited. And today I had a really adult conversation. I was telling somebody why I didn't have kids and why I waited. And I'm really having the moment. You talking about you excited about turning 30. I don't care because about your I, Because the thing anymore. is, the way you got to look at it is you are going into a new milestone. You're hitting a new decade. And it's literally just 40 is going to be amazing. 40 is going to be really. I mean, it's going to be amazing, but I'm also going you through a hot flash. Well, I mean, let's be honest, Nisha. I don't know what to say about that because I have never experienced hot flash. I don't, I don't really know how to talk you it's through hot. that <laughs> because I don't. I'm going to ask. I'm going to talk to mama. Because I don't know. You're you talking about <laughs> hot flashes, but I know you got the space heater on. I just, I don't, wow. I don't understand. I don't know where we're going with this, but I, I really hope. You know what? This is I I don't know. Slow down menopause. I don't know. Girl, you know what? And on that note. Gotta peel for everything, child. Girl, shut up. Well anyway, Mona, I love you. Love you too. And thank you for ask me why. Wait. (laughs) We not we 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 done. The show is over. Questions so that you can hear my answer. It's a No thank you. I want the internet to know why I don't have kids yet. Go ahead, host. Go ahead, answer the answer to the question. Oh, you want me to ask the question? So you just asked you asked yourself the question already. So why am I gonna ask the question again? It's not my show. You just asked you you It's not my show. Well, I know it's not your show, and I you see I'm trying to end the show and you mm-hmm. continue to talk. Like we're on the phone still. Ask it. I wait. All right, y'all. I'm so glad that y'all <laughs> Monet, why don't you have okay, kids Okay, now that you've asked, that's such a good question. So I was telling this guy today, and I was telling him about the podcast, and I was telling him what we are going to be talking about. And I told him the honest reason why I just do not have kids yet is because none of the men that I have ever entertained have ever possessed anything that spoke generational wealth. Nothing about them gave off. I want to start. I want to, like, this is the foundation of our family. None of that. And none of them gave off. And none of them have that. I'm going, we are going to do this. Like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to build generations. They sure didn't. Build a strong family, a strong unit. Even the men that I dealt with that had kids, none of them ever gave because they were having a family with. I just yeah, well, they was immature. But anyway, are you happy? Yes, but also not only that they were immature, but you know who you have kids with is a reflection of where you are mentally and where you are in your maturity. And I mean, I got a lot of friends who got kids that don't have solid and they right because they too act like they five. And it's just it, you got a lot of unregulated adults. Trying to raise a lot of dysfunction. 
are dysregulated adults. Yeah, dysregulated adults, and you and you dysfunctional, and you ain't doing nothing but creating dysfunctional kids. And more chaos for them children, and, and they can't know how to handle it. But anyway, that's a whole nother topic for another day. Thanks. I just want you to ask me so I can say that on the podcast. I just felt like I need to put that. All right. I'm going to just edit it out. Anyway, I love you. You're going to be back on the show. I love you, sister. I love you, too. We're not going to argue. Mm-hmm. But thank you for being on the show. It was fun. Thank you for having me. And, yeah. All right, y'all. So, we hope you have a fantastic start to new, your new year. Excuse me. And I am grateful that we crossed over to the other side Amen. of a new year. Amen. Amen. And so, we'll catch you in the next episode. So, see y'all real Bye. soon. On the other side, bye y'all. Bye.